Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Welcome to the broom closet. Welcome, Bethany. She's got some amazing stories for us tonight about the paranormal. Go ahead, Bethany, and let's hear your first story. Okay, so basically, I'll start off by saying that I have experienced things my entire life. I would say probably starting out when I was for the youngest I can remember was probably like I was maybe like a preteen is when it really all just started. Um, You know, I would not say I'm not psychic or anything by any means, but I do see spirits um, a lot. (laughs) I sense them. I see them. I hear them. And, uh, I don't really know what that makes me, but it happens. And um, I have come across some things that are not so nice, which is what I'll be talking about. Okay. (laughs) So basically, um, this all started, I think this might have been back in like 2009, I believe, somewhere Mm -hmm. around there. And I was dating this guy, uh, and, you know, things were going really well, and we um, decided that we were going to uh, get a place together, kind of save money. I mean, we were always at each other's place anyways, so we decided that we were going to, you know, get a place. So that's what we did. Um, I didn't actually end up being able to go into it before we um, rented it. Mm-hmm. So I think we were shown another property, like another, you know, it was a townhouse. So we got to see okay. another one that was similar. And then um, that's not the one that we ended up getting, which I think if I would have walked through it, I may have not chosen <laughs> to stay You probably would have felt it Yeah, when sure. you walked in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, 
we move into this townhouse um and you know it it seemed kind of heavy walking in like you mm-hmm. could definitely tell something but i was telling myself like no like just relax calm down like i'm sure it's nothing maybe it's just your imagination um you know this is it's a townhouse you know like sure. it's not it's, it's not super old so you would think like you know i doubt anyone died there but you know who knows so i i told myself like whatever don't worry about it well it was only not i mean i'm gonna say maybe two days maybe three days where things definitely started getting really weird um hmm. my my boyfriend at the time he like it t- like flipped totally changed personalities oh no um, yeah not good yeah completely like you know we were we were great we were happy and then all of a sudden he like doesn't want anything to do with me doesn't want to talk to me he's super grouchy he's angry like really uh withdrawn doesn't want to talk and it would just seemed really weird because you know we were doing so good and obviously <laughs> if we weren't we wouldn't have moved in together right so it, he started acting you know totally different and so different to the point that i was like you know starting to suspect something mm-hmm. um so the house definitely had a vibe um i would see things a lot there out of the corner of my eye um shadow shadow figures mm-hmm. kind of darting in and around um we had a cat and she would just you know stare just stare uh-huh. up at the wall up at the ceiling mm-hmm. and there's nothing that you could do to break her concentration like you could offer her treats you could do you know whatever and she was just like so focused right cats <laughs> and tend to see things we don't exactly and then she would just kind of dart away <laughs> and you know go hide or whatever for a while <laughs> i don't blame her <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so um so things started going i would say definitely downhill from there uh he would leave a lot we would get in arguments i mean i'm fucking like knock down drag out like i'm gonna call the police arguments um wow yeah it was it you're was so really mellow crazy. since i've known you i've never known you like that yeah no, it, it definitely um amplified everything mm-hmm. so it was yeah um now there were two bedrooms upstairs and a bathroom mm-hmm. and um there were beds beds in both bedrooms and since him and i were not really getting along the greatest like he had his bedroom and i had my bedroom um however we we did uh still sleep in the same bed most of the nights i mean that's if he was even there right right um, so the one bedroom had this really weird closet that had kind of like a I don't even know actually where it led up to because there was no there's not really an attic um but you know i i stored blankets and stuff in there 
And I remember one day I opened it up and I noticed that it had been, there was like a panel on the ceiling of it that had kind of been pushed Mm -hmm. up into like the side. So Hmm. it looked like something had come in and I thought, you know, that that was super weird because, you know, we didn't even know it was there. Right. And I asked him about it and he said, no, you know, he had no idea what I was talking about and I showed it to him. And, um, so we, we thought that was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there were times where, um, he would be gone and I would be taking a shower upstairs and, uh, I would hear music and I would, um, I thought that what he did, I thought he had come home and, um, you know, was downstairs playing music, whatever. And I got out of the shower (laughs) just Uh to see like what it was. I walked out there and as soon as I walked out of the bathroom, Mm -hmm. the music stopped. And I was like, Mm. okay. So got back in the shower, the music starts up again. Huh. And I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> so I'm in the sh- yeah, I'm in the shower, uh, you know, washing my hair, whatnot, and the shower curtain opens up halfway, like. Uh, nope. Run, run. Yeah. <laughs> That's an invasion. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah, I um, totally, totally freaked out. I like hurried up, rinsed off. I like went down there and I was like yelling for Mm -hmm. him and uh, no, he's definitely not there. I called him and he was like, no, I have not been home, you know, like, okay. So, you know, there was that. Mm -hmm. And then um, not only did his personality change, but my cat's personality changed. Hmm. She was the sweetest uh, she's passed now. I mean, right. Um, yeah. But th- back then she uh, was so sweet and she was the most loving cat, you know, not a mean bone in her body, never like bit or scratched or anything. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say most of the activity and like negative energy was in his bedroom. Um the bedroom where he slept in most of the time. So um, now when you walk out of the bathroom to go downstairs, there's like a little landing right there. Right. And you can see his bedroom and then you walk down the stairs. So I come out of the bathroom upstairs. I'm getting ready to walk downstairs. And I happen to look over in the in his bedroom. Now it's dark in there. There's no lights on. Okay. But my cat Evie is sitting there and she's just staring at me and she runs over to me and starts attacking me. I mean, full, full on attacking, like biting my leg, scratching me. And I, (laughs) I had to smack her to get her off of me. And she just, she just looked at me like she wanted to just like rip me apart. And, um, do you think it was her or something else? I think it was something else. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I actually yelled, get out of my cat. And 
she was like halfway down the stairs when I said that. And then she turned around and came back up and like was herself. Hmm. So I, I don't know. Um, so that definitely, you know, totally freaked me out. Right. Now, the worst, the worst thing that happened in that house, the thing that scared me, probably one of the two things that have scared me more than anything ever that's ever happened mm-hmm. to me. Um, we were both sleeping in his bed and I was the one that was laying facing like more towards the door opening mm-hmm. And the light was on in the stairwell. So, like, the stairwell light was on, mm-hmm. but all the rest of the lights were off, like, in the bedroom and everything. And it was probably about, I'm thinking it was a little before 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But, but it was, I believe it was winter time, so it was still very dark out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um well, I was laying there and um, I was sleeping and then all of a sudden I hear like someone coming up the stairs and I don't mean oh, someone. No, 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 no. I don't mean someone <laughs> walking up the stairs. Right. Someone is literally slamming like it is mm-hmm. so loud, like like up the stairs and <laughs> mind you i'm just laying there i'm awake but i'm still laying i'm not moving is I'm he not hearing this so bethany still. he's not hearing this he is not hearing this and i don't know how because it was so loud so wow. loud coming up the stairs and then i look in the doorway mm-hmm. full on there's a a person something but I can't, there's no features, mm-hmm. nothing, just very tall. Um, I get what would look like the outline of a man, I suppose, but a black shadow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can see it like clear as day. Cause like I said, the, the light in the stairwell is on oh and it's standing in, it's standing in the doorway. It's just staring and uh. <laughs> staring at me. And I was so terrified that I literally could not move, could not move, could mm-hmm. not speak, couldn't do anything. And I've never been that scared in my entire life. And yeah. I've always heard, you know, people say like, mm-hmm. you know, they were so scared that they were paralyzed. Like that I, I know what that feels like. Right. So I'm just trying to like get myself to, snap out of it so I can wake him up so he can see what is going on because it was so real and so there that I thought like someone actually could possibly be in our house because of how loud it was and um I mean even though I couldn't see any features Mm -hmm. like I said it was dark in the room and light behind so you know like even if it really was a person, you probably wouldn't be able to see a whole lot. Bethany, did did the man you were with at the time, did he ever see any of this stuff? Um, He would see like things out of the corner of his eye a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he would say, you know, like the place had, you know, 
a kind of an energy, but definitely nowhere, nowhere near like what I did. Um, and so basically I'm, I'm laying there. I finally like am free and I, I shake him like just violently, like like, wake up, wake (laughs) up. Like someone is in the house and I look over and the figure turns around and walks into my bedroom. Okay. And I was like, Oh my God. So I, I tell him I, he wakes up. I'm like, there's someone in the house. Like there's something here. I don't know how you didn't hear it. It's so loud. Like it mm-hmm. is standing in the doorway. And so he got up and went into my bedroom and mind you, if it really was a person, there'd be literally nowhere to go. And I would have seen them right. walk back down the stairs. So he goes into my bedroom. There's there's nothing there. Um, and he like walk, like searches the whole house. There's nothing. Mm. And uh, I, wow, I just was absolutely terrified. Did he believe um, you? Uh... <laughs> Did he think you no. were just dreaming or I think I think he didn't really believe me. I think he thought that I was either dreaming or um t- I, I I really don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was like, You're you know, crazy, there's no one here and mm-hmm. I was like, I know what I saw. <laughs> um and basically we ended up we ended up breaking up um Mm. at some point roughly after that not because of that but just things had disintegrated um for sure but the funny thing is is that the times in my life where i have come across um you know darker entities Mm -hmm. it's i've always been with him Mm. so that's very interesting (laughs) but he's kind of um a negative person it sounds like they're attracted to him right which i mean because like i said i see spirits and i see things all the time but not like that not in that aspect i'm not scared you know it's very normal for Mm -hmm. me um they definitely just become part of your life exactly exactly you know you just some people can see them you know and it's just some people call it paranormal i call it normal exactly um and you know the thing is is that i wonder if everyone truly does have the ability to do mm-hmm. that or maybe they're just completely closed off because they don't they don't want to see it and they don't believe you know what i mean right well we're taught you know stuff's not good for right. the most part, especially in our culture. So it, it's mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know. I was one of these very lucky kids that grew up where my mom would be just simply say, it's just normal. Right. So I was really lucky growing up like that. Um, so when I would see something, she wouldn't make such a big deal out of it, which which is a positive. Yeah, definitely. Because when you're definitely. older and you see something like that, it's terrifying and it's still, it still can shake you. Um, if it's something negative and you see it, cause if you see someone who's not negative, you, you can see other things. 
Mm-hmm. So exactly. something like shadow people, it's something I don't want to mess with. No one should really want to mess with those. Exactly. Um, yeah, I um, definitely, <laughs> definitely don't like any experiences that I've had, you know, with them for sure. Yeah. The, the second time that some, the second scariest thing that's ever happened was with him. I ended up, we ended up getting back together a few years later. Two years. Wow. Yeah. Two years. (laughs) (laughs) That's some, that's a karmic affair if I've never heard one. (laughs) Right. It was, yeah. So we definitely needed our space for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. We, we got back together. We ended up moving um, down to the Dayton area because Mm -hmm. we're originally from Finley. So that's how I ended up down here Mm -hmm. and um, ended up meeting you and, you know, all of that. But so it was roughly, um, it was not that long after I moved here. I started school Mm -hmm. um, and we were off, uh, both off work one day for, um, was Labor Day. Yes, it was Labor Day. Okay. And we decided that we were going to go to the Newport Aquarium. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did, um, which in retrospect is probably a really bad idea because that's when a lot of people probably go to the Newport Aquarium <laughs> on, a, on a day off like that. So right. we get there. It's extremely busy. And I mean, extremely busy. There's like a million kids everywhere. People running into you with strollers. I mean the whole thing. So I was already sort of annoyed um, just because I was trying to have like a a nice chill day and there were so many people and I get really overwhelmed in big crowds. Like I don't like feeling everyone's energy and I just, you know, Mm -hmm. I like (laughs) solitude. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, So we're there Mm -hmm. and I, start to become like I I get in this really 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 bad mood I don't think I've ever been so angry in my entire life and I I don't know why like it just started Mm. out of nowhere like I just Mm -hmm. started getting angrier and angrier and angrier and I was so angry you know when someone's so angry you can literally feel the waves of Mm -hmm. like anger off of them yep now he is a dense person. He actually he actually felt these waves coming off of me and he was like, What is wrong with you? And I said, I don't know, but like I I'm so angry. Like I'm just so like filled huh. with like hatred right now. And I don't wow. I don't know like why. So we ended up finishing the day or whatever. We get home. It was maybe like four o'clock. I I'm telling you, I, I got home and I fell straight asleep on the couch, like mm. bam, out. He tried to wake me up mm-hmm. multiple, multiple times and I would not wake up. I would not wake up for anything. I was so tired. I have never been that tired Wow. ever in my life. So like something had completely drained me 100%. Mm-hmm. I had nothing so I was asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. I woke up. It was probably, I don't know, 1245 or one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he had already gone to bed. So when I woke up, I realized what time it was. Like, he was asleep. And I was like, what in the, what the hell? Like, what happened, you know? So I, you know, got ready for bed, for bed, bed. Mm -hmm. And I went into the bedroom, laid down, and I was laying flat on my back. Mm -hmm. And um, I started to drift off to sleep, but I was not asleep yet. It the was in like, between. you know, yeah, you're, you're mm -hmm. about ready to get there. And I was just laying there, my eyes are closed. And I, <laughs> I hear something in my ear, a voice. Oh, no. And yes, I, this just like, I, I hardly ever even talk about this because it scared the crap out of me. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so there's a voice in my ear and it whispers. It said, <laughs> it said, I'm planning to kill you in a whisper voice. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Yes. It said, I'm planning to kill you. That's what it said. And I felt the breath in my ear. I felt it. And I thought that it was him. That he had felt me, you know, lay down and go to sleep. And he's messing with me. Mm -hmm. And um, I open my eyes. I look over and there's this face. And it's like his face, but it's not. It looks... I don't even know. Uh, like the eyes are different. There's like teeth and I just, you know, freak out and I like shook him. And it's at that point that the face kind of went away. And I mm -hmm. realized that it was the back of his head that I was looking at because he was completely asleep uh -huh. facing the other, facing the other way. So <laughs> I shake him and wake him up and I was like I heard what you said like that's not funny he's like what are you talking about I I literally mm -hmm. was asleep I don't even know what you're talking about and I freaked <laughs> I freaked out I was oh my god I did not want to go back to sleep for that night or like the whole week after that or I don't blame you now are you still in the same house or have you oh, moved at this point? No, no. Um, and actually I am not with him um okay. anymore. <laughs> you know, I think it definitely mm. he uh brought definite negative energy in our relationship. Yeah. We had a very tumultuous relationship, so I think you know, when you have negative energy in your life, it can attract, you know, right. Ne negative things. They feed off of that. So. Too, and if yeah, they see the light, if you've got a certain light and mm -hmm. they will follow. Yep. It will definitely so, find you. I, um, no, I don't, I don't live there anymore. Um, and I'm not with him anymore. So yeah. Uh, but those are the two times that I've definitely come across something, you know. So I don't know if I was, if it was giving me that energy at the aquarium or I'm not really sure. Or if me being so angry for whatever reason. Or something followed you. Yeah, like something was attracted to that and it followed me. I, I don't know. 
but um I definitely am more mindful now after Mm -hmm. that situation to you know watch what kind of energy I'm putting out there yeah because I don't want you know to attract anything like that I want to be light and attract light yes yeah yeah and sometimes when you're in between that sleep cycle when you're so open that's the time they can communicate with you Mm-hmm. And they'll take they'll take advantage of that, and um, it can be pretty scary. I remember the only time I had something whisper in my ear is when I was in Turkey, and I was alone, and I was in that in between sleep, mm-hmm. and I kept I could hear something walking down the hall where I was staying. I could physically hear it, and I couldn't move. And it was male, yeah. and it actually leaned over. It spoke in Turkish, so I couldn't catch everything. Oh. And I kept thinking it was a cleric. Okay. And I could not. It was trying to communicate. And Bethany, to this day, I still don't know what he said because I couldn't translate it. Oh, no. I can remember how scared I was because I was alone. There was nobody with me. I was in a foreign country. It's not like I could pick up the phone and call somebody and go, hey, can you spend the night with me? Right, but I kept picturing it was a warning um, of some kind. Right, man, I all that work on on their part, and you didn't even know what they were saying. Even I, I couldn't even translate it. And at the time that I was there, there had been two bombings: one in Taksim and one near a Jewish temple. Was the first one. In, mm-hmm. in Turkey. So it was after the first one. But it was interesting, and I can understand your fear, and that just gives me goosebumps because for them to do that, it's it's scary, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it would be scary anyways if they, you know, whispered literally anything in my ear, but the fact right. that they said what they said to me that just I mean did you win (laughs) yeah I was you know I was definitely terrified that's for sure but yeah luckily um (laughs) knock on wood I uh, haven't really had much encounters with um you know things of that nature uh but I you know I hear I hear uh spirits all the time but you know they usually just say hey like there's right (laughs) i'm here i'm here i'm here yeah right (laughs) nothing like that now bethany you're a what do you do for a living i'm a respiratory therapist wow during this time period thank you so much for doing that oh thank you yeah it's incredible it is um definitely something I never thought I would be facing in my lifetime. That's for sure. You know, when you go to school to become these things, you never Mm -hmm. think that you'll be part of a pandemic. Right. So have you seen anything in the hospitals? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Um, you know, (laughs) I spend a lot of time in the company of death, unfortunately, and, um, you know, a lot of people have died in these, these rooms. Mm-hmm. And I, 
absolutely believe that some of them, you know, end up staying. We have certain rooms um, that we consider haunted. Mm. And uh, definitely. And it's always the corner rooms. They, uh, they seem to be worse than the others. But I have had someone um, talk to me before. And I thought it was a nurse. and. Mm-hmm definitely was not I was in a room with a patient who was you know completely unconscious uh on a ventilator so it's certainly not them and um someone was you know saying my name and asked me if I needed anything and I there's nobody there yeah I've had the the curtains open uh back and forth in the rooms uh there's no one there the lights go on and off um I've had someone touch me before Mm -hmm. um yeah and but most notably (laughs) there is a I don't know what it is uh spirit if you will Mm -hmm. that has a reputation at where I work um he's called the man in the ceiling (laughs) oh no (laughs) I, <laughs> I'm not I, sure about that one, girl. <laughs> yeah, I, he's not good. Um, basically, I'll tell you this story real quick. He, um, there was a patient who, uh, he was totally awake, alert, you know, with it. Mm-hmm. He was on some oxygen, but you know, nothing, nothing, you know, major. Well, my coworker called me. I was across the unit. This is in an ICU. Mm-hmm. And she says, you need to come over here right now. And I was like, what? You know, like I'm right. busy. <laughs> She's like, no, seriously, you need to come over here right now. I'm like, okay, fine. So I come over to this room where she is and it's her patient. And the patient says, there's someone in the ceiling. There is a man in the ceiling. And he says that he's going to kill me. And, you know, like he's freaking out and he tells me that he'll give me $20 if I look in the ceiling to see if there's anyone in there. And I was like, okay, so oh my. I, get on a, I get on a chair, you know, push up the tile, like, see, like, there's nothing here. Like, everything's fine. Uh-huh. He's like, no, like he's there and he talks to me and, you know, he told me that he's going to kill me. And, um, I was like, you're going to be fine. Like we're here. Don't Mm -hmm. worry. And funnily enough, later that night, um, he ended up coding, which his heart stopped. That's awful. (laughs) He did, he did, uh, you know, he was, he was dead essentially, but we brought him back. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was crazy because there is nothing to indicate nothing clinically to mm-hmm. indicate that that was going to happen. And it was after he had Told said, you. you know, that this, you know, man was in the ceiling. Now you would think that that would be an isolated incident, but it's not. Um, I would say maybe two weeks after that happened, mm-hmm. I was in um, another patient's room doing a breathing treatment. Mm -hmm. and the patient started talking to someone and I said who are you talking to it was just me and him and mind you I work nights so right the lights are always off in the rooms it's very quiet there's no visitors you know 
it's just, you know, you and the patient. So it was probably about like three 30 in the morning. And, um, the patient, like I said, he started talking to someone and I said, who are you talking to? He's like, there, oh, <laughs> there's no. a man. He, he, yes. He said the same thing. He said, there is a man here and he is in the ceiling and he wants to kill me. And he started, he told me this, but basically he was talking to the man directly to, oh, my. And was saying, he said, listen, I don't have any, um, I don't have any problems with you. Like I'm almost better. Like I'm ready to get out of here. Like, please. He's like pleading, mm-hmm. pleading, pleading with it. And I, I was just like, wow, because you know, this patient does not know that someone else has said this. So like, that's a pretty big coincidence. Was this in the same room or just the same? Floor? Um, It was like four rooms down. Oh, Yes, four rooms down. Um, and so my after my shift ended um, and I came back like later that night, that patient had went downhill drastically and mm. um, actually started needing um, like a, like blood, like a blood transfusion, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, so that was crazy. And this has happened... I don't know, uh, that I know of that I've been there or like someone has told me probably about six times. Wow. And they, they all say the exact same thing, the exact same thing. So that's, that's that needs to go bye-bye. Yeah, that's, it's definitely really scary. Um, there was another instance of uh, a patient who he was in so much pain so Mm. much pain and he refused to take anything for pain would not take anything right and we asked him you know why and he said that there was a red-haired woman with blue eyes (laughs) and that she told him that if he took anything for pain that she would kill him what and we were like, but, but there's nobody in here. And he was pointing over um, to like the win- the couch slash window area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we were, were just trying to convince him that it's okay. It's okay. Well, he kept refusing. But what's really interesting about that and that he did not know is that mm-hmm. um, earlier in the week in that room, um, a woman that looked exactly as how he described died. Oh no! In that room. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I mean, oh my, definitely. And what's even worse, he told my coworker because it was her patient. Uh, he told her that uh, the woman did not like her. <laughs> <gasps> the woman did not like her, and that she needed to leave. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) you guys have fun with that situation. So, Mm. yeah, definitely, definitely there's things um, at the hospital. Yeah, for sure. So you never hear people at the hospital say anything like that ever. I've asked several doctors and nurses, and very few of them have ever admitted to something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, And the thing is, though, too, is I think not everyone, uh, not everyone is always there to experience it. 
and not everyone sees anything like that either because I, I think even then they're so closed off and you know they t- tend to blame it on something else like oh well the patient is delirious or they're this or they're that everything mm-hmm. is always the coincidence and you know right so yeah wow well I'd like to have you on again sometime because I know you have more stories <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, definitely more stories, more positive ones. But <laughs> yes. Also, if you know anyone that has any amazing stories, doctors or nurses, I'd love to hear from them. Okay, yeah. If they'd be I'll... willing to talk, they don't even have to say their real names or anything. Or, you know, you definitely never can say where you work technically. Right. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think this stuff is important. You know, I think definitely. there's an afterlife and... I think there are reasons for things. So, you know, and I think some people see things and I think it's becoming more and more common as time goes on. Yes. So especially now during a pandemic, it seems like it's so much more open. Right. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people experiencing more things and I, I think it's also comforting, you know, for people to know that, you know, your loved ones are still there you know, yeah. and they can hear you and they, and they are there. So yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yes. Well, I'm going to look forward to talking to you and hopefully when this pandemic lets off and I get the vaccine or whoever, whatever's going on here, hopefully we can have some dinner or lunch together. Yes. Yeah. That'd be so fun. I know. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing this episode And um, please feel free to text me anytime you want. Okay, I will. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your stories, Bethany, (laughs) and hopefully I'll see you soon. Okay, that sounds great. All right, you have a good week. All right, bye. Bye bye.